everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. That's right. I should warn everyone, do not uh, worry. Uh, I did not change the audio on Cheryl's voice. She is dealing with a little bit of a cold, so that is, uh, I did not increase the bass. Can you really tell? Does it make a difference? Not really. You okay. said that you sounded a little different, but I don't hear it. Okay. But I hear you all the time. That's true. You're just used to me. So what's going on in the Disney Parks blog? So it was kind of a big deal. Uh, was this morning that things came out? Yesterday morning. Well, Wednesday yes. morning. Wednesday morning. Um, the, the big news was that all-day park hopping was back. Well, it's coming back. Beginning January 9th, if you have a park hopper, you will be able to hop at any point during the day. As we all know, since hopping returned post-COVID, you couldn't hop until 2 p.m. Uh, so that uh, that's a big deal. January 9th, hopping is back. Which and is- we <laughs> arrive on January 9th. We do. It's pretty exciting. So that's fun. Um, park reservations will no longer be required as of January 9th. Good. And the dining plan returns on January 9th. So that's a big day wow, all across yeah. the park. Yep. And you know, while this is very good news for the Magic Kingdom, it makes me think of the Facts of Life theme song. Oh, yeah. What's that? You take the good, you take the bad. So there is some bad coming up, and we'll talk about it when we get over into the parks. I think you've just confused the younger generation listening to this. Yeah. I'm sorry there is no younger generation listening to this. As the 10th tenth anniversary of Disney's Frozen approaches, uh, Disney Publishing Worldwide, in a collaboration with ABC Audio and Walt Disney Animation Studios, is launching the brand new, first-of-its-kind Disney Frozen podcast. Oh, it's like you read that from a script. I did. You did. And not well. No. <laughs> uh, this is an original podcast that takes the events of Frozen 2 and tells us what happened uh, almost immediately after that. So... Uh, This is a 12-episode story that is being broadcast. We're following the adventures of Anna and Elsa, as well as new characters, Queen Deesa, Lord Wolfgang, and two magpies named Astrid and Magnus. Uh, They will release two episodes each week, and um, Lord Wolfgang is the Duke of Wesselton's nephew. Oh. So he's coming to render assistance. Uh, We don't know what type of uh, fun the girls have gotten themselves into. Uh Uh-huh. But, um, you know, we don't know if this is going to lead anything into uh, Frozen 3, which we mentioned earlier this week was under pre-production. Talk about refreshing an old idea. I mean, this is basically like the radio shows of like the 30s, right? right. Or the 40s, like yep. Little Orphan Annie, and where you tune in every week to listen to, you know, the newest portion of the story. Right. That's what this is. And you get your uh, magic decoder ring. So you, yeah. you listen to the clues. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Like that's what this is. Um, you know, everybody's gotten kind of used to podcasts, but for a long time, everything was visual. Why would you want to listen to a story right. when you could see, you know, a movie, a moving picture? Right. Anyway, well, I think it's just funny. If you're interested, you can find Disney Frozen uh, Forces of Nature wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can get the entire season early and with no ads on Wordery Plus. I don't know what Wordery Plus is. And if you would like additional details, go to DisneyBooks.com slash Frozen Podcast. So is it free? It is. Okay. Just you get like a sneak peek ahead of time? Uh, if, if you have something special? If you go to Wordery, it sounds like they've released the entire series. Oh, well, at once. Okay. Yes. The other thing about that is it's really nice for people like traveling with your kids, mm-hmm. you know, to, yeah, music is fine, but to be able to put on a story, right. keep them occupied in the back seat. Exactly. So, so nice. Downtown Disney in 
Disneyland is getting a new market, they're calling it Parkside Market, which is going to offer a curated collection of diverse culinary concepts brought to life by Levy, uh, with all four offerings under one roof as part of the expansion on the West End. That's right. And I know there's nothing more that you enjoy more than a curated collection of anything. <laughs> um, they are going to have a new restaurant called Soul Sister, which will serve Korean forward menus based on bibimbap. Uh, which we've eaten through HelloFresh. I mm-hmm. really enjoy that. Uh, Sip and Sonder uh, is a black woman-owned brand recognized as uh, one of the best cafes in L.A. Uh, so they are coming to the downtown Disney district. Gigi's Chicken Shop from the Boca Restaurant Group was uh, founded by Rob Katz and Kevin Boehm uh, alongside Michelin star chef partner Lee Woolen. So uh, that is going to be the... Um, Second brick-and-mortar <laughs> shop for Gigi's Chicken Shop. Nice. It'll be the first on the West Coast. The original okay. one is in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a second-story bar will be an alfresco dining spot. Uh, oh, I guess Gigi's is getting a second-story bar. That's pretty fun. Okay. Uh, later this year, Downtown Disney District is opening a new stage and lawn for special events, activities, and musical entertainment at the west end of the district. You'll also be able to see a new sculpture tower designed by Nicholas Smith, and the power gives tribute to the work of pioneering architects of color in Southern California. So that uh, that should be fun. Okay, yeah. good. They're also going to be bringing Din Tai Fung, which is a world-renowned Chinese restaurant. Uh, Paseo, which is by Michelin-starred chef Carlos Gaitan. And a popular Cuban, Californian Cuban cheese rolls and pastries are coming in Porto's Bakery and Cafe. So lots of action coming at the uh, downtown Disney district in Anaheim. They're shaking it up. Thursday was a holiday that we didn't remember to celebrate. I know. What's up with that? It's kind of sad. Um, but Disney Eats wants to tell us about the holiday that we missed, and that is uh, National Gumbo Day. Mm, you know, there's nothing more I enjoy than a big old bowl of gumbo. I don't know that I've... I think it has okra in it, and I no, don't know how much I've, I like okra. I've never eaten gumbo. Um, but uh, Disney celebrated National Gumbo Day at uh, Tiana's Palace in New Orleans Square at Disneyland. And uh, they had a big old plate of gumbo, and it looks like fun. So, you know, put it on your calendar for next year um, that uh, Gumbo Day is October 12th. Yeah, there's a recipe there, too, on the Disney Parks blog if you want to try the Tiana's version of it. Yeah. A new mural is coming to Tiana's Bayou Adventure in both Disney World and Disneyland. That's right. Louisiana artist Malika Favorite will be painting the mural uh, she's very popular down in New Orleans. Apparently, she's been an artist uh, since first grade. Okay. Where teachers and family were commissioning her for pictures and posters. Really? So um, she will be designing the mural. We've mentioned that it's underway already. And uh, the mural will continue the storyline from The Princess and the Frog. It's uh, going to be displayed on two of the building's exterior walls as you enter the indoor queue. So they will highlight uh, Tiana's professional journey and the creation of Tiana's Foods, which is her new food company. So very exciting uh, for that. Yeah, nice. That was such poor grammar. Very (laughs) exciting for that. Also, it's not very exciting. I mean, you know. It's it's a mural. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So that ends the Disney Parks blog section of the news. And let's talk about the bad stuff that happened yesterday. So Disney, as we mentioned in their Parks blog, highlighted the fact that park hopping in Walt Disney World 
is coming back. They also wanted to remind us that uh, parking is now free at the resorts. Yes. Uh, you know, they, I don't know, they were like, things you currently get. That's right. <laughs> um, what they failed to mention was that there were a whole bunch of price increases at both Disneyland and Disney World. So Ugh. while we're talking about the Disneyland stuff, let's go over what those price increases are in Anaheim. Theme park parking went up $5. It is now $35. Okay. <clears throat> Genie Plus now has a minimum price of $30. We all know that Genie, pri- Genie Plus pricing fluctuates based on the time of day and the direction the wind is blowing. Right. Um, the Magic Key Passes. The Inspire Pass went up $50 and is now $16.49. Oh, these are their annual passes. Yes. The Believe Level Pass went up $150 to $12.49. The Enchant Pass went up $150 to $8.49. And the Imagine Pass had a $50 increase to $499. And I think some of those lesser ones are for uh, California residents only. Right, right. Um, And then one-day and multi-day tickets also increased. Um, They left the lowest price at $104. That did not change. However, that is also the – that happens the least number of times per year. Right, right. So – uh, the old range used to be 104 to 179. Wow. Uh, and it now ranges from 104 to 194, which is a 3 to 9% increase. Okay. It has been one year to the day since Disneyland last increased prices. In my opinion, that's fine. You increase prices every year, but you shouldn't increase prices more than inflation. Right. And what's inflation? Like 2 or 3%? Right. I mean, my, you know, when, when you get a, a raise, if you just get a cost of living raise, it's like 2 or 3%. Right. So these prices should not be going up more than that. Yes. Okay, I'm cranky about that, but so, that's all. All right, so let's get back into some good news. Uh, okay. So Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway has joined the Genie Plus paid service, which is now a more expensive paid service, right. at Disneyland Resort effective uh, October 11th. And that's good. It's no longer just a standby line. So now you can secure Lightning Lane passes as well as use uh, Genie Plus. Okay. So that's fun. The ride's been around now since January. So it's almost uh, nine months old. Yeah. And uh, yeah, virtual queue. It's time. It's it's time. Imagineers have been testing BD-1 style roaming droids in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. That's right. If you're visiting the Black Spire Outpost, you might see one of three droids that have been out. It kind of looks like a copy machine with a (laughs) uh, projector projector head. (laughs) So it it very much looks like WALL-E. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the BD-1 droids are uh, companions of Cal Kestis from the Jedi Fallen Order video game series. Uh, so, um, yeah, they're they're roaming. They're free free range robots. <laughs> they're very cool. They they remind me a little bit of the Groot robot that we uh, animatronic that we saw a couple months ago. Mm. Um, so, this type of animatronic was first announced back in 2015 with the Galaxy's Edge announcement. And they said that there would be free free range, you know, roaming robots in the land, and right. they never got them. So maybe they're going to make good on their uh, their promises now. Oh, good. I hope so. All right. So now we're heading over to Walt Disney World, and let's talk about the price increases that they have there. All right. Although, you know, park hopping is coming back oh. any, anytime you want to do it, pay January no, 9th. Pay no attention to the price increases behind the curtain. That's right. Uh, Walt Disney World, theme park parking. Regular parking goes up $5 to $30. Of course, if you are a Walt Disney World Resort guest, your parking is free Good. in the theme parks nice. and at the resorts now, mm-hmm. again. Uh, preferred parking will be between $45 to $55, depending upon the type of car you're driving or vehicle okay. you're driving. Uh, annual passes, the Sorcerer's Pass went up $30. The Pixie Pass went up $40. 
The Pirate Pass went up $50. And if you're an out-of-state uh, visitor and you want to get the Incredit Pass, that went up $50 as well. Right. Yeah, the Incredit Pass is your only option right. for out-of-state. Now, additionally, food and beverage prices went up as well. Ugh. So we're probably going to be paying close to $7 for a Mickey bar. Probably. Yeah, for uh, real. When, yeah, because yeah, I think it was six and a quarter with the last price increase. Right. Um, they've also increased the prices of tours across the uh, parks. The Disney Keys to the Kingdom tour now ranges from $109 to $149 in price. And you know what? What? The tour prices are no longer static. They're going oh. to fluctuate as well, just Perfect. like Genie Plus, just like ticket prices, and just like resort pricing. Fabulous. Um, did I say it used to be $114 a person? I don't know. All right. Uh, the Wilderness Back Trail Adventure Tour at Fort Wilderness is increasing from $90 to $99. Over at Epcot, the Behind the Seeds Tour is going to range between $39 to $45, which is up from $35. The Epcot Seas Adventure Dive Quest is going to be priced from $229 to $245, which is an increase from $219. And then the Epcot Seas Adventure Dolphins in Depth Tour uh, has gone up $10 to $199. Over at Animal Kingdom... The Savor the Savannah Tour now costs $160 to $199. Uh, previously, it was $174, so we do see a little bit of a decrease there. If you go when no one else wants right. to be there. The Wild Africa Trek went from $219 to $229. Previous pricing was $199. And Caring for the Giants and Up Close with the Rhinos Tour has gone up uh, by $4. Oh, those are two tours. They've both gone up. Uh, let's see. Caring for the Giants is $39 and the Rhinos tour is $49. So um, lots of price increases, but it doesn't matter because you can move between parks as you wish. <laughs> right. Pay no attention. Some temporary walls have been put up around Columbia Harbor House. Yeah, you know, we mentioned last week that some scrim had gone up and then scrim came down partially mm -hmm. and thought that was it. Right. But no, they're putting up some uh, temporary walls, as Cheryl mentioned. So it looks like they're doing some lower level uh, type of refurbishment on the building. The restaurant is still open, though. Yes. New Vacation Club exclusive glassware collection is now available at Crystal Arts in the Magic Kingdom. That's right. These uh, glasses join the annual passholder exclusives in the shop. There are three glasses to choose from, a cooler, a short glass, and a stemmed glass. The 15-ounce cooler glass is $14, and it is etched with the Disney v uh, Disney Vacation Club member logo. Uh, and uh, the shot short glass, I'm sorry, that was a short glass, not a shot glass, uh -huh. is $14, also has the logo on it. I mean, you could use it for shots, but you that, could, you'd be shots. very drunk very fast. Yes, and uh, the member stem glass is $24. The thing about this logo... It looks like something you would have gotten for free at a DVC like, event. event. Yeah. Like, right. like maybe they just made too many of them and they're now selling them. Maybe. It just, it does. It seems like this sort of thing like, oh, we had this meet and greet and here you should take a glass. Oh, maybe 20 years ago those would have been free. Or like you go and you sit in on one of their uh, marketing mm -hmm. sales pitches. The second night of the Disney Jollywood Nights has sold out. That's right. The Saturday, November 18th uh, event is now sold out. It joins Saturday, November 11th as a sellout as well. So if you want to go, you only have November 20th, 27th, 29th, December 4th, 6th, 16th, 18th, and 20th available. Pricing ranges from $159 to $179 per person. But there are discounts available for annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members. Yeah, I'm interested to see what people think of this. I thought some people were holding out to see um, what the media 
thought of it on mm-hmm. the opening night, but apparently not too many people are holding out. Right. But I mean, it's new, so you don't know how good it's going to be. It sounds like it's going to be fun. See, I think it sounds awful. Okay. I think I'll be bored. I guess I'll go alone then. Okay. Following a temporary closure in September, Narcoosie's at the Grand Floridian is set to reopen to guests today. That's right. They're going to be open for dinner from 5 p.m. to 9.30. Although Disney has yet to announce an official reopening, it is available through the app. Reservations are. Good. Disney Cruise Line has updated its placeholder reservation policy. That's right. Previously, when you made a placeholder reservation and you picked your actual date, you had to pay whatever the additional fees were for the deposit because you put down a $250 placeholder deposit. Right. Once you pick your sale date, you have to pay the remainder of the deposit. Right. However, Disney is now extending that payment date for three days after you make that date official. Okay. So it used to be you needed it immediately. Right. Now you have a three-day window to pay it off. All right. Not much of a change, but I guess that could be helpful. A Broadway-style production called Disney The Tale of Moana is coming to the Disney Treasure Cruise ship. That's right. The show will debut in December of 24 when the Disney Treasure makes her maiden voyage. So this is going to be, let's see, a new Broadway-style production. Uh, Joining fan-favorite shows like Beauty and the Beast, Disney Sees the Adventure, uh, is going to be Disney's Tale of Moana inside the Walt Disney Theater on board the Disney Treasure. It's going to be the adventurous journey of Moana to the center stage for the first time. Uh, we're going to follow Moana as she embarks on an incredible journey to save her island after she has chosen to restore the heart of Tefiti. So we're also going to see Grandma Tala, Maui, and uh, Tamatoa on stage, as well as songs from the iconic soundtrack. Very good. What do you say we head on over and talk about some universal news now? All right. Um, Orange County, Florida has approved the creation of a special taxing district for Universal Orlando Resort that will help fund the Sunshine Corridor, bringing a Sunrail station to the Orange County Convention Center near Epic Universe. Well, you know what this is? This is a... um, Slap in the face to Disney? Well, it's a tax district that is comprised entirely of Universal employees. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for the purposes of creating this special tax district, which is completely what they disbanded Mm -hmm. with the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Right. Uh, So, you know, I I think that um, Disney's lawyers just have to be, like, giddy over this announcement because how can you, uh, as a state, take something away from one entity (laughs) and give it to another entity? Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but they are going to create the Shingle Creek Transit and Utility Community Development District uh, to uh, fund and finance the construction of this new Sunrail station. The district in- comprises of 719 acres, which mostly includes Universal's new Epic Universe theme park. Uh, they're going to uh, designate 13 areas for the train station along the destination parkway. I mean, it'll be nice, though, with the, the rail station. Right. It's exciting. Yeah. The only landowners in the uh, district are Universal uh, and the Rita Development Court uh, Corporation, who are the owners of Hilton Orlando. All right. Photo validation facial recognition scanners are being tested at Islands of Adventure. That's right. Universal has these in a technical uh, rehearsal. So they're only in the testing phase and they're not available all day. They're only at select turnstiles. Um, and this is as of October 11th. Um So basically what this does, you can still use your fingers to get in Mm because we know that they're using biometric scanning, but the photo validation is a second form uh, of identification that will use your uh, face Mm -hmm. to uh, verify that that's you uh, and match it to your tickets. So uh, we knew that 
based on their Epic Universe designs, Universal would be implementing facial recognition scanners to make a more frictionless uh, experience. Mm -hmm. uh, so it looks like that is what they're doing, and they're probably going to implement it uh, over at Universal uh, Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios as well. But it looks like, you know, this could be testing for Epic Universe when it right. opens in 2025. Right. That makes sense. They want to refine the system before they yeah, If you're install. putting in a whole new system, you may as well make it good. Right. Universal has announced the event dates for the annual holidays at Universal Studios. That's right. Their new slogan this year is You Do Yule, <laughs> which I think is a great play on words. Uh, that tagline is great. The uh, holidays are going to kick off at Universal on November 24th. They're going to run through January 1st. They're going to have New Year's Eve festivities on December 31st. Um, holidays at Universal Studios will include Christmas in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and the Magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle. They will have a Christmas tree display in Universal CityWalk Hollywood, decorations throughout the park, and the return of Grinchmas in Universal Plaza. Um, so we'll uh, see what's going on there. All right. Gosh, it seems like you can get an annual pass for just about everything. That's right. Icon Park has announced that you can now get an annual pass for the wheel and the carousel. Only for Florida residents. That's right. It is $49.99. It's valid for one year. Uh, a normal ride on the wheel, which is a 400-foot-tall observation wheel, is $29.99 when purchased online. So it is a pretty good discount. Um, you can also ride the carousel on the promenade uh, for 12 months. Also begins the day of purchase. The pass includes a 25% discount at the Wheels retail store with the purchase of $25 or more, as well as 25% off food and beverage within the wheelhouse and at the base of the wheel. Um, it does not include discounts like Madame, Tussaud, Madame Tussauds Orlando or the Sea Life Aquarium Orlando. So don't think you're getting that uh, with Not it. getting in there. Yeah. Universal's, I'm um, sorry, Icon Park is located on Orlando's International Drive. They're also doing a Halloween weekend event from October 26th through 31st, which includes a haunted holiday light show on the wheel, spooky photo ops, and 50% off wheel, wheel tickets. Kids in costume get a carousel ride for free during the event. Okay. So, uh, and if that's not fun enough, they're also broadcasting NFL and college football games on a giant screen uh, during the football season. Oh, football. I think I'm going to go put some on. Yeah. So that's all we have for tonight. Have uh, Hope everybody has a good weekend. We will be back on Monday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ha, ha.